Welcome back to another edition of the EDBC podcast. Eric Dobratz and Brian Coleman. I think I was sick a couple weeks ago, Brian. Then you were sick. Now I'm sick again. Oh, but I'm good. happy. I'm happy and sick. So that's what we'll I know you're happy and sick. It's happy. It's you know, it's better to be happy when you're sick than not. I know. Let's get into it, man. It's Wednesday morning. It's been a busy uh, week for the New York Yankees. We had so a hold off you know, on the podcast. Shit. I would have yeah, done this Sunday night, but Brian wanted to wait because he was had his fingers crossed the Yankees were going to get smoked in a game five. You can be honest. Yes. Yep. Yes. Absolutely true. And he wanted to come on here and chirp mm-hmm. me and just get mm-hmm. give it to me because he thought I was too mean to him about his Mets. Oh, no, that's okay. I can take <sighs> it. We'll talk about his clown football team in a little bit as well. After oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. You guys, everyone all happy with them. Yankees and the Jets and these Giants. Everyone, everyone just all smiling. New York City sports are alive, Brian. They're alive. Yeah, they are. They're alive. They're alive and well. All right, we'll get right to it. The Yankees win. <clears throat> Yankees win a game five last night. Did did what they had to do. Uh, I was really nervous on Sunday, even with cold pitching, because I wasn't since I wasn't sure the Yankees were going to hit because like right. your team, you were disappointed in their offense. I was disappointed in the Yankee offense the entire series. And listen, let's give Giancarlo Stanton a ton of credit. That guy gets a bad rap, but his postseason play as a Yankee has been yeah. the best of any player on the team since he's arrived. Yeah, He's got he, nine you know, home runs or something like that. He's had big hit after big hit after big hit. And if he doesn't play in this series, the Yankees don't win. Yeah, that guy shows up. Uh, and I don't know. I mean, you guys, I'm sure not being a Yankee fan, I didn't like I didn't I wasn't sitting there yesterday, Tuesday afternoon, all nervous. But I was like, I, I think I tweeted this and I tweet a lot of stupid stuff, but this turned out to be correct. I after he left. After uh, Stan, yeah, t- that too. After Stan hit the three-run home in the first, I tweet. I was like, "This game's over. This game is over." Yeah. I mean, Cleveland. I don't know anything about the Cleveland pitcher that started, except that he didn't have a good day. He's from Connecticut. And, uh, he's from God bless him. Uh, not a great day in Cleveland. You know, Cleveland had a hell of a season, but I said, "This, this, this is over." I was surprised. You got Shane Bieber on three days rest, and it's it's your season on the line, and you're pitch, pitching Aaron Savale, who's been injured most of the second half. Did pitch well down the stretch in his last few starts. I love Tito, but I thought he made a mistake. Um, yeah, he had a rough he had a rough game yesterday. They had that now it would have made a big difference, but they had a play at first base where I don't even know it was so bad. I don't know how the ref missed it. This is like uh, where the uh, Cleveland guy was clearly safe. They called him out. He was safe by about a foot. The ground ball to and, Rizzo. I was listening to it on the radio. Yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. ground ball to Anthony Rizzo. Yeah, Rizzo missed. The guy slid. Rizzo just got to the base late. It happens. Um, and everyone's like, even Costas, who was, I think, I hope we don't Bob Costas, was like, how are we not challenging this? And, you know, Tito kept that in his back pocket for reasons past my understanding. So rough day for him, but, uh, you know, better. To, that's not the story today. The story is the Yankees on short rest, as they say in baseball. You know, they win yesterday afternoon after being rained out Monday night, and we'll get to the, the disgrace that was Monday night in a few minutes. Mm. Um, they win last night in the Bronx. They got to jump on a plane last night and, uh, Turns out those bastards are going to Houston uh, yeah. to do a little George Costanza there. Doesn't matter who's in charge. The Yankees are going to Houston. You know, it's funny. Just the uh, the whole Major League Baseball thing, as you mentioned, we'll get to that in a second. They go out of their way to screw not only the fans, but the players. Absolutely. Uh, but actually, the Yankees tweeted a photo last night at 10 o'clock with the plane door open. They were getting ready, which I was surprised they were even getting there. I don't know if the team was there yet, but. Uh, I mean, they probably weren't getting into their hotel rooms till three or four o'clock in the morning. Wait a minute, they were at ten o'clock. They were in New York getting on a plane. Yes, yeah, ten o'clock. They were, it was just after ten because I was in bed looking at Twitter, and they tweeted a photo that said "Wheels up" on the tarmac, and I was I like, mean, "Wow, 
That game ended a little after seven. You, I mean, they could have been. Mm-hmm. You could have started packing the equipment at five o'clock, getting ready to go to the airport. But, but you yeah, know, that's do, that's they tough. They got to do media. And all yeah, that I know, stuff. I know, I know, I know. There's so, obligations. You can't just get on. This isn't like you know. This isn't a Sunday afternoon game against uh, you know the Orioles. They got to do stuff. It takes a while. And listen, well, that is rough. And then you know you got to listen. We're gonna get into it. Uh, I don't know. You want to do Monday night? Or you want to do a little look ahead to Houston first? Up to you. Well, just a whole just let's just do a quick recap on the series. The Yankees okay. did everything in their power to lose this series. We see yeah. all these teams, these analytical nerds, whether it's the mm-hmm. Dodgers the other night making mistakes. Oh, the Yankees Jeez. making mistakes. I, even even last night, I could argue that what are they doing taking um, Zach Wheeler out of the game after seven innings, allowing one hit? Let him pitch. Let him pitch, man. It's, you're not you know, going it's, to. You're not going to. You know, Bruce Suter and Raleigh Fingers in that Philly bullpen. Right? No, you're not. And let's. Uh, nice timely references, Mad Dog. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah um, I, I know. And it, the guy, it, same thing you said. You mentioned the Dodgers that they'd taken the kid out who was through five innings, gave up I think two hits. It's insane. I hate it. But we talk about this, Warren. You, you know, we've been in this podcast for thirty six years, and we talk about it every October, like. This micromanagement of the bullpen in the postseason, I'm sorry, of starting pitching the postseason drives you nuts. And again, the Yankees on Saturday had a terrible, I mean, Boone was awful Saturday. Awful, horrendous. I was screaming at the TV for all. And listen, folks, if you're not, if you're listening to Aaron Boone, the Yankee manager, yep. You don't know the ins and outs. No, just the ins and outs of analytics. These guys, they try to script the game ahead of time. Right. You know, remember Bill Walsh, the 49ers coach, he would script out script the, first the first 15, 15 plays. plays. Yep. You can't do that in baseball. So what happens is these general managers and the, the managers, they and coaches, they meet before the game. All right, we want to do this, this, and this. And if this happens, we should do this. If this happens, we should do this. But the old eyeball test, as they say, watch the game. Make decisions based on what you see with your eyes. And these guys try to do it with computers, and it's just annoying. The Yankees on Saturday night lost the game because they mismanaged their bullpen. Uh, again, it's two days, five days ago now. But the idea that if you don't have your start, your relief, pay, your closer, Clay Holmes, which that's a debate, which we could spend an hour on that. We won't. Right. Then you pitch Loisaga in the seventh and uh, Peralta in the eighth, and you in the ninth inning, your plan is to go to Clark Schmidt. It should have he should have been pitching the seventh, and then Loisaga. Again, yeah. we're getting deep in the weeds here, but it's well, a it point also- is trying to lose the game. That's what they're trying to do. Well, what bothered me about what Boone did, and again, I don't know if this happens a lot with teams, but despite the fact that I thought he was insane not using homes in case of emergency, like, dude, if if you, you, you're on the cusp of losing this series, mm-hmm. was hearing Holmes and some other guys after, particularly Holmes saying he thought he was available to pitch. And it's that lack of communication. And I don't know if that's a Boone Yankees <clears throat> thing or if that's just – if there's a lot of that. You mentioned it. I You bring a good point how you know these guys all – the GM and the manager and whomever, whoever else they meet before the game and they make a decision. I don't know how often do the players know. For Holmes not to know he was going to pitch must have been a little infuriating. Again, it all worked out. Yep. Yankees won, took care of business, just made it a little harder on themselves. And I wonder how that if that if there's any that feeling of uh, what's going on here will rear its head again. And, and again, I mentioned Stan. The other guy you got to give a lot of credit to is Garrett Cole. I mean, he's been yeah. a whipping boy here in New York because he gets paid a ton of money. He's $35 million a year. And every fan wants him to be just as good as DeGrom. He's not as good as DeGrom, but he's pitched fantastic in the series. And they're going to need him to pitch fantastic if they hope to beat Houston. And, Brian, I'll tell you this. I uh, I got this funny feeling about the Yankees winning this series. And this is not a fanboy thing at all, and you can probably fight me off on it. Obviously, you will. Mm-hmm. I felt this way about the Mets Padres for some reason too. Everyone had the Mets just going to the Dodgers. Everyone has Houston going to the World Series now because the Yankees are going to come into this a little gassed. Their bullpen's gassed. They've had to play all these mm-hmm. days in a row. 
no break. They got on a plane last night. They're playing tonight. I just got this funny feeling. They're going to need to win. Like, and, and Jamison Tyone's pitching tonight, so you figure get three innings, five runs out of him. Right. I just got this funny feeling uh, that the Yankees can win this. Can's not the rule. Of course they can. But they're going to win this series. I don't know why. I, again, I felt that way about the Padres. I felt that way about the Phillies, too, for some reason. I don't know why, but this is just a weird postseason. What are your thoughts on that? Well, that's just baseball, Susan, but you're 100% right. I mean, I don't, I mean, I think Houston will win, but we've seen this before in baseball where the team that doesn't have a chance. Baseball is a weird, you know, baseball is a weird sport. You can't predict baseball, Susan. You can't predict baseball. As our, our buddy, Matt, as your buddy, you know, your buddy, you guys are tight. You and I heard Mad Dog Russo on his podcast the other day. Saying, you know, that this is in the NBA. The eight seed never beats the one seed. You know, I mean, yeah. the, you never know what happens in baseball, even in a seven game series. I think that Houston Astros should be heavy favorites, and they've had the Yankees number the last few years. The bullpen would concern me. The Yankees, you know, either uh, all or nothing offense would concern me, but I'm with you. You never know what's going to happen. I mean, and the Yankees have enough guys there. Who even if they haven't had like recent postseason success, you know they, they they're not going to be awed by facing Houston again. No. Um, you, the way maybe you felt Cleveland was feeling a little bit yesterday in a game. Oh, we're in a game five in New York, and you know they're down three nothing, and you know you figured, oh, that's it for Cleveland. And it was true. The Yankees won't be phased by that kind of stuff, but they do have a little bit of a like a they have a Houston they have had, they have an Astro problem. They've had trouble with them the let you know in the playoffs and. It's going to be a huge hill to climb, but yeah, yeah, I can see. I mean, yeah, certainly they have a chance. All right, so we're going to go back to Monday now. Uh, again, where you know, if you're a baseball fan, you've seen this a million times. And again, we won't spend too long on this, but just a, a quick vent here. On Monday night, I'm at work, Brian. I mm, have oh yes, th- three different sets of friends texting me from the Yankee game, wanting to know if I have any updates on whether or not they're going to play the game. And these are friends of mine that got in their cars at three or four o'clock, left work early. Um, I had the Yale basketball coach, James Jones, texting me at 830. AE, do you have any idea what's going on? We're getting no updates here at the ballpark. Nothing. Nobody. Yeah. And that and so whatever, whatever tightrope Major League Baseball is trying to walk because they wanted to play the game. Both teams wanted to play the game. When you make fans sit around for Let's be honest. The gates open at what five o'clock for a seven yes. o'clock game. Five five o'clock. Most people are in there at five o'clock. They're hitting the concession stands. You got the tarp on the field for a mist. James Jones told me it never rained. Like it was like a it was a mist all night. They had a couple. I think closer to nine o'clock. They had a couple of heavy, quick little showers. But right to do that to your fans. Here it is. <clears throat> Baseball cares about their TV partners. Care about money. Mm-hmm. The people in the ballpark, they never care about. They it's never just, care about There's the got to be a better way. And I had people trolling me on Twitter like, oh, what do you want them to do? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, be considerate. That's what I want. Call the game. You know what? Listen, <clears throat> I don't. I wasn't there. So if they say it was just a miss, it was just a miss. I did see a lot of Yankee writers on Twitter showing around, you know, around 7 o'clock. There was a downpour, at least according yeah. to what they were showing on Twitter. As I said, you know, the forecast all day on Monday was not great. And it would suck. I know maybe the, maybe there was such pushback. I, I'm guessing from the Yank, well, probably from both teams, with a quick turnaround on Tuesday. But if you anybody that had a, a weather app on their phone could have made this call around one or two o'clock Monday afternoon. Just, it, there was no. no it, according, to the for, according to the forecast, there was not. You had like an hour here, half an hour there. There was no. If, if you're looking at the forecast, I'm not Mister. I mean, I'm not. You know, I'm not trying to be. You know, Doctor Mel here or anything like that rest of soul uh there was there was nothing that showed like a two and a half hour gap where you were going to have 
a, a window to play. There were little windows here and there. Sunday at noon, Sunday at noon, they should have said, we're playing this game at four o'clock or at three o'clock. They did that it was yesterday. never, ever, ever happening. Of course it's not because baseball doesn't care about their fans. They care right. about their TV partners. So instead, TBS is telling them, we want an evening game. We want it's better ratings when the game plays it in the primetime window. I get it. And they only had one game. game. But then you had no game. They had had no no game. game. We're watching the Cube or whatever it's called, whatever that show is. I don't know. So it was a terrible job. I felt bad for the fans. You know, the Yankees, and again, I don't know how much the role the Yankees had to play in this, but you know what? It's MLB's call. It's MLB's call. Okay. MLB uh, calls it. They consult with both teams. Both teams said they wanted to play. So, but again, MLB has to put the big boy pants on and say, you know what? This doesn't look good. It's going to be miserable. And I heard Steve Phillips saying, well, it would have given the Yankees a competitive edge because they would have gotten an extra day of rest. Well, both teams would have gotten that an extra day of rest. It doesn't matter. That's, you didn't play the game anyway, period. Yeah. And you end up playing the game at 4 o'clock on Tuesday. What's the difference playing 4 o'clock on Monday and 4 o'clock on Tuesday? Because okay. on Tuesday they already had a game in primetime, and that's why they didn't want to play it Monday because they didn't. that would have left them with zero game on primetime. Yeah. And you're watching Office reruns uh, or, or Seinfeld reruns at 7 o'clock on, the, on TBS. Yeah. So you're right. You're 100% right. It sucks. It was Felt bad for the fans who's sitting there for five hours and, you know, you're spending between parking and all that. And I don't know how the fans Monday got treated. If they got refunds or they got tickets to Tuesday's game. But I'm sure the Yankees made their money on concessions. And I'm guessing there was no discount on concessions yesterday, which would have been a nice gesture. I think the Braves yeah. did that uh, last week. And I, I, hate, I, hate, I hate to uh, I hate to uh, give the Braves credit for anything. But would have been nice of the New York Yankees who are not exactly, you know, scraping pennies uh, together. Would have been nice yeah. for them to do that. La- but we digress. Thing, yeah. Last thing we're going to do before we take a break here. We take a break. Uh, the new playoff format. I like it, Brian. I know a lot of people are complaining about it, saying it's not fair to the favorite. They get a week off. I, I totally disagree. I think it gives us a little bit of uh, March Madness feel to it. And not right. even that. Uh, win the games. Get your pitching staff straightened yeah. out. You, the Mets are out. The Dodgers are out. The Yankees are almost out. Buff. It happens. Don't change the format. It's fun. Yeah, the Mets. Okay, you had to play in the wild card series. You lined it up for your for your. You lined up your best pitchers. The Dodgers have no excuse. Oh, 100 went 111 wins means nothing. Yeah, I guess so. I'm not going to really remember that they won 111 games now. Win the damn series. You, you, you yep. lost to a team. I know short series are different. Win. You, you, you finished 22 games in front of the Padres. You lost. It's best Hell, of you, five. You lost five. in four games. Best of five is fine. It doesn't need to go best seven. We don't need to play baseball till December 1st. I know some no. people, I know. I think Howie Rose was talking about maybe shorten the regular season by 10 or 12 games to add another layer of, or make the wild card round best of five or best of seven and the ALDS best of seven. No more. No, no, no. It's, it's too let's much. Just, it's too it's much. Been, it's been one. This is the first year of this. Yeah. And I don't really love the expanded playoffs, but it's the way sports are. Every sport. Nobody's Fans going back. We're not going. Yeah. And after one, it's interesting. You know, the Mets lost 101 when Mets lost. Oh, the Mets choke. The Dodgers, the Braves lost. All of a sudden, we got to revise. We got to go back to 1968. Let's yeah. calm down. Okay. Exactly. The Dodgers blew it. You know, the Dodgers blew it. Okay. Braves, you know, the Braves got pummeled by Philly. Be quiet. Win, win, win the games. Win the games is right. Uh, As I say that uh, before we get it, you know, I'm sure, you know, when it's San Diego, Houston, the networks will love it, but screw the networks. Exactly. No offense, fans. Tough. All right. We're going to take a timeout. We come back. We're going to talk a little NFL football. Brian's got a list of birthdays, all that and more on the EDBC podcast. Yeah. Hey, Halloween's coming up, uh, Eric. I bet you didn't know that. Of course you did. You have kids. I have kids. A lot of shopping going, you know, you got to do a lot of shopping for Halloween. You got to get this, that, the other thing. 
you gotta get the treats for the kids and the kids in your neighborhood. If you're one of those folks that lives in a neighborhood with a lot of kids, that's a lot of fun. Well, okay, fine. You know how to get me a little easier? Shut up from home. Use use Instacart. And I've been saying it for a few weeks now. This Instacart Express membership program, now it's called Instacart Plus. It's great, especially for families. But $99 a month or $99 a year, membership pays for itself with just a few orders. There's new family accounts and family carts. Instacart Plus members can share all the benefits with another family member for free. And households can add items for a shared cart and shop together. And what's more fun when fam- than when families shop together? Free deliveries on any order of over 35 bucks, 5% credit back on eligible pickup orders, reduced service fees on every order, and extra perks like, you know, mileage bonus points from Delta Airlines with every dollar spent. Also exclusive benefits for Chase card members. So remember that. Again, again, and it's so easy to use. In fact, go to our EDBC podcast, any one of our episodes on our website. Click on the link to an episode. We'll get a little, you get a little, you get a little 15% off there once you should when you do that. Plus, you check out Instacart Plus. So Instacart Plus. So this Halloween season, shop from home and save with Instacart. All right, NFL. How about this? The New York football giants, the New York Jets. Both teams uh get big wins this week. The Giants with a nice win over Baltimore at home. The Jets uh at Green Bay, which you know couldn't happen to a nicer franchise. I, oh, I can't yeah. see them. I can't see those that pompous quarterback losing enough for me. Yeah, no, that great job by the Jets. Bailey's Bailey Zappi and uh, Patriots win. Uh so they're three and three. Uh it just again, we talked about this last week. There's so much parody in the NFL. There's a lot of bad teams. There's and, a lot of bad teams. There's a lot of mediocre teams. Looks like feels like half the league is three and three. Um, yeah, and again, yeah, the league, I mean, the league made a mistake, Brian, with these these Thursday night games. They don't they don't have enough good teams to have all these all these games oh, on I national mean, television. And last night we're taping, or Monday night we're taping this on a Wednesday morning. I mean, if I got, I mean, I this got to be over now. I mean, if I got to watch the Denver Broncos on another primetime game, please, can we stop with this? And you're a hundred percent right. I mean, these. There's not an. You're right. There's not enough good teams right now to make these games interesting. Doesn't matter because the ratings will still be great. I'm sure. Had the Yankees and the as an example, I'm sure had the Yankees and Cleveland played Monday night, they would have. They would have. Yeah, the the that awful Monday night game with the Broncos and the Chargers would have doubled the ratings. And oh my, the, that game. I mean, I tell you, I tell you something, Eric. It, there's. You mentioned bad teams, and I'm not going to go into the whole diatribe out of a breakdown of the friggin' Monday night game. You mentioned bad teams and there's a lot of bad coaching. I mean, there is a lot of bad coaching. Yeah. Uh, and that's, which means if you're a Giants fan or a Jets fan, and I, you and I were both sort of down on Salah, the Jets head coach, but give them credit. The team's played well and they, they you know, they're, they're doing things, you know, they're not making the little mistakes they used to make. It's not the same old Jets. We, I like every week I've been talking about Dable with the Giants, and I can't stand the Giants, but Dable, Brian Dable's done a hell of a job with that team and his coaching staff. I mean, be, hey, Giants and Jets fans, knock on wood, even if you have a you just want competent coaching. You're not looking for Vince Lombardi. You're not trying to hire Bill Parcells, but there's a lot of just incompetent coaching in the league right now. Awful. Awful. I mean, watch that Monday night game. Those two <clears> guys <throat> were like, whew. Yeah. L- listen, if you're a Giants or Jets fan, man, you just got to. You just got to enjoy the ride, right? Enjoy now. the ride. I mean, it could end tomorrow, but man, just enjoy it because Dable's doing great things, as you mentioned. Week Martindale, the defensive coordinator, is doing great things. Yeah. <clears throat> Listen, it's not like the Dolphins, Jets beat the Dolphins with Thurston quarterback. It doesn't matter, man. They, they, they're winning the games they would normally lose. They would have lost that green with Green Bay, Green Bay nine out of 10 times. And they, mm-hmm. they win the game. And the Jets have talent. You can hate the Jets all you want. They got a lot of talent. They do. 
I, I still don't know about the quarterback. I, I hate to say that, uh, but he hasn't made mistakes. He hasn't wowed me, but he hasn't like not that not that he cares what I think. But he hasn't been spectacular. But it hasn't really hurt them. Same with the Giants. I mean, I don't think the Giants have a, a really a talent have a hell of a lot of talent compared to other teams in the league. But they're finding way. And listen, this is not a Ravens podcast, but Baltimore, and I'm not taking anything away from the Giants. Third game this year that Baltimore has basically taken a, a, a almost a given win and told the other team, here, you have it. And I love Harbaugh, man, but maybe Wink oh. Martindale was the brains behind that operation for a while. Now you they see were so Giants. Oh, oh yeah, God. they were just so sloppy. Again, that's the third blown lead the fourth quarter this year. But again, to credit the Giants and the old Giants, the Joe Judge Giants, you know, the Giants would have got that turnover late in the game with a chance to go ahead. Uh, you know, then they would have gone three and out and tried to kick a field goal leader. But, you know, the same would have been, you know, the Giants, you take advantage when the other team screws up. You step in. How so many playoff teams? How many playoff teams are coming out of the NFC East, Brian? Well, the rest of the NFC is so down right now. There's so many, like I said, so many three and three, two and four teams. I mean, if – and the Eagles are still undefeated. They look very good. I'm not sure. I put them in the class of the Bills or the Chiefs, but they look very good. I think I could say reasonably – right now I could see – and the East, the NFC East does not have a super hard schedule. I could see three teams coming out of the East. Yeah. That's hard. I can't believe we're saying that with the way the NFC East has been the last decade, but can I get a, gotta, can I get a little credit, by the way, with the the Sunday night texting between you and Iowa as you're watching your Cowboys? Yeah. <laughs> you text me. And I, this is true, folks. I texted Brian because I was watching the Yankee game. And I was yeah. I wanted to watch the Philly Cowboy game. I really did, but I had to watch the Yankees at work. We understand. And I said, what's going on with your football team? I haven't watched the play. And you wrote, there's no quarterback controversy. There's and no I wrote, quarterback controversy. And I wrote, Rush better than Dak. Oh, you're, he's so, folks, he is so proud of that line. He is so proud of that line. Oh. Come on. That was funny. Admit it. Hey, that was funny. Mildly amusing. So Funny. And then you, this is this pompous cowboy pom-pom. Oh, my. This is Philly Super Bowl. Shut it's up. It's all we it oh is super it is God. Philly Super Bowl. Who's oh, it's been Bowl? that way for 30 at least 30 years. It's a Philly Super Bowl. No, we're not super talking Bowl. about the last time you won a Super Bowl, Brian. We're oh, no, about- it's always it's Philly. Oh, it's Philly. it's Dallas week. It's the Philly coach oh. pumping his fist the year. Yes, he's screaming F you to the Cowboys after the win. It's week 6. This is the Mets. Brian. I've seen Jesus. this Philly move so many times before. You know, you accuse the Mets of being the little brother syndrome. Oh. If there is another sports fan base that has a little bro- brother syndrome worse than the Philadelphia Eagles due to the Dallas Cowboys, even though the Cowboys. I mean, it, I don't go find please go find it. Please, I beg of you. It was it was if you asked the Phillies if they could sweep the Cowboys in the regular season or win the Super Bowl, they chose the Super Bowl, obviously, but they'd have to think about it. So yeah, uh, it's it's Super Bowl like that was Super Bowl like this Cowboy team oh, has won a Super Bowl in a generation. Uh, I, I just said that, oh, but I'm not the God. one. I'm not the Philly fans, you know, sitting there in South Philly treating this like uh, you know. It's just, we're going to hoist the Lombardi trophy. It's Sunday night. It's not even Halloween yet. I think the commanders might win a Super Bowl before you guys. Please. Win. Jesus. God. And that, that fraud defense. Of yours, it's getting blown oh, off the field in the defense. first half. Micah Parsons. Shut up. Where was the guy in the first half? Jeez. Oh, my oh, God. Listen to you. We did. All exciting. Taylor. Too. Take it easy. Jeez. Oh, oh goodness God. gracious. They're all fired up because the Yankees uh, swept, you know, got by else the Anything else? Anything else in the NFL draw your attention this weekend? I. The Chiefs, uh, Bills, you I mean, know, the Bills are great. 
The Bills are phenomenal. Uh, that was a phenomenal game. No, actually, actually, it wasn't a phenomenal game. It was a little no. not as excited as I thought it would be. But those are two. I think the Chiefs might be not quite the Chiefs. The Bills are great. The Bills' defense is great. Um, you know, the other thing happened, and the league addressed this on Monday. It's basically saying they're not going to look at it. This is just a continuation of what we talked about last week. It's everyone that follows the NFL is talking about the roughing the passer penalties have gotten ridiculous. There was another one this weekend. You know, a guy, you know, you just basically brushed. If you knock the quarterback down and he fall, he trips slightly, it's a 15-yard penalty. It's well, a big problem. Though? How about this, though? How do they miss the guy on national television with two referees five feet away tripping the quarterback? Yeah, I saw that, too. That Yeah, I know. I, I have no idea. I'm, I'm surprised tripping. it wasn't roughing the passer. It should have been. He stuck his Jones, I think it was, stuck his leg out. Yeah, kicked at him. And kicked at him to trip him right in front of the ref and did nothing. <clears throat> um, I'm outraged. I'm outraged. But you know what I mean? It's just the the double. The, the, if that was Brady getting tripped. Oh, please. And I see. Yeah. I mean. And he turned around and threw his arms up in the air. You kidding me? Yeah. They they, not, they throw the guy out of the game. Qualified. Suspended for life. Exactly. So, so no, I, nothing other than that. I don't think that usual nonsense. Nothing really caught my eye. Again, we talked about the locals, the Patriots maybe have a quarterback controversy. Uh, and the other thing I would just say, we mentioned the, the Thursday night games. The next week or so of the primetime games are putrid. I haven't looked yet. It's bad. Uh, oh, geez. I mean, what we got this week with Saints and somebody the useless. Have, Philly, Philly, the Eagles have a bye week this week? Do they have, a bye? Have, a, have a, the Eagles week? have a bye week. Um, just, yeah, I mean, uh, we got Saints and Cardinals Thursday night. You, you revving up for Saints at Cardinals oh. on Thursday night? What's the famous line, Brian? What's that? I don't know. I guess it's not famous. Wouldn't watch that if it was in my backyard. Wouldn't watch it if it was in my backyard. Sunday night, prime time. We've got Steelers and Dolphins. You ready for uh, Mitch Jabriski and Teddy Bridgewater? Oh, God. You want to watch Bears Patriots on Monday night? No. Woo! That's, that's, that, that is rough. That is prime rough. time. Saints-Cardinals is your Thursday night game? Jeez. And that enough with Kyler Murray, by the way. He is so overrated. Oh, oh he's in that coach. I mean, can Kingsbury go back <clears> to coach college? I tell you something, between Kingsbury and Matt Rule, who got fired I, right after we taped last week, the Carolina Panthers head coach. I mean, if you're a college head coach that has designs on being an NFL coach, you're not good luck because Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury and Matt Rule have not been shining examples of uh, college coaches having success. No, it's not uh, listen, Jimmy Johnson come from Miami 32 years ago. No, Chiefs 49ers is a good game. That, did you say that? That's the it's best a game. good game. If like last week the 49ers lost to the Falcons, and I that half the team was hurt, yeah, so it's a good guys. game. If they especially on defense, like Bosa was out, he had a whole bunch of guys out. How do the Bucks lose to the Steelers? By the way, Bucks offense is just. I don't know, man. I mean, I, I, I'm, you know what? Tom is shot. The whole team is shot. He made a big, he overplayed his hand. He, he overplayed his hand, you know. <clears throat> uh, not good. We kept blaming, we kept saying, oh, it's the injuries. They had injuries. Well, a lot of these guys are back at the Bucks are still putrid. And by but the again, way, they're a three and three. That's, they're a three and three team in a terrible division. They're right in the mix of the playoff hunt. I and and I think Joan Rivers, by the way, wherever she is up above somewhere, yeah. she is now laughing at Tom Brady and his changing of his face over the last few months. Yeah, have you noticed good. that? Yeah, even Jerry Jones uh, is going like Tom. You should have gone and went to my guys. How about uh, Jerry and uh, Robert Kraft getting into it at the owners' meetings yesterday? Did you hear about yeah, this? what's that all about? Jerry telling yeah, there's a whole go f himself. We're, we're getting into the weeds here on NFL. So I yeah, know. The I love it when other. people go after Kraft. Kraft, you know, all of a sudden who's remarried because he found hey. true love. Give me a break. Man's a newlywed. 
Yeah, I was in a massage parlor two months ago for crying out loud. I look for. I mean, you know, I wish <laughs> he and his daughter. I mean, he and his wife have a great. <laughs> That's nice. All right, we're gonna take a quick timeout. When we come back. Brian has a list of birthdays. This time, he didn't send me the actual ages like he did a couple. Of weeks ago. Oh, did I do that a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, he did. He did. All I right. I just I looked away and forgotten about two. Well, seconds. I'm going to tease a little something. We we've been doing this show now, like as I said, for 37 years or 39 yeah. years. We're changing up now. We got a little new. Uh, we're doing little things a little differently for the birthday game. From you now. did not approve this with the executive producer, so I'm. I'm the, oh, you're what, I'm, oh now you're the executive producer. I thought oh this week you're the, next week it'll be me again. Okay, the staff meeting. We didn't talk talk about this. Oh uh, yeah, was, we we need more meetings. All right, we'll get into that in a minute though. But uh, first, let me remind you to get always check in with us and. Email us your suggestions, comments, hate mail, whatever you want to do. Send us the ED, to the EDP, EDBC podcast email address. That's EDBC podcast at gmail.com. EDBC podcast at gmail.com. All right. Now on another business. All's well. Talk about them all the time because they believe in the power of a good night's sleep. Ever since they launched, their talk, they've been making products that have innovative technology and unbelievable comfort and support. The All's Well features hybrid mattress technology. That means memory foam and individually wrapped coils working together for a winning blend of comfort and support. The goal was to create an affordable mattress. The result, the Allswell Queen mattress, still, after all these years, starting at just 345 bucks. You also get free shipping, 10-year limited warranty, and a 100-night risk-free trial. Here's another way to save. Go to the EDBC podcast at edbcpodcast.buzzsprout.com or just Google us. You can find it that way, too. You click on that website. Click on any one of our episodes. You'll see the link for allswellhome.com. Click on that link and start shopping and get 15% off your total order. That's the way to save, my friends. Good sleep is important and saving money is also important. So sleep well and save well with Allswell. All right, brother, you got some uh, birthday information for us out there. Every week you try to stump me with some celebrities who are celebrating a birthday. I think the whole point of it is to make us feel old, but that's, that's exactly here nor there. So what that's do you exactly got? Exactly the point. All right, we're going to do this now because you've been hitting a little, hitting it, uh, you know, have some success. I'm getting here, good so at this. I'm getting good. Yeah, at so we're, we're going to trip it up for you and the viewers, uh, listening the viewers, the listeners viewing this or listening to us. Do a little multiple choice one. So I'm going to give you three ages. You're going to guess the right one. Oh. All right. So see if this make you think a little more. So we're going to start first with speaking of feeling old. Um, you know, back in the day when we were kids, you had to watch whatever piece of crap was on TV if you wanted to be entertained. Mm-hmm. Three's Company. There you go. Uh, show from the 70s and the 80s. Suzanne Summers stars Three's Company. She's still around. So uh, and she's celebrating a birthday this week. Eric, is she 69, 76 or 82? 69. Uh, not quite. 76. Suzanne Summers is 76. Holy cow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Feel good. Feel good about that. No. Wow. All right. Who's next? Uh, another, this is one of, I think we've done him before in the last few years, but we'll see if you remember one of our favorite shows of all time, just turned 40 cheers and George went, who played Norm on cheers. Um, also celebrating a birthday this week. Now, he's a little older than Cheers, obviously. Is George went mm. 71, 74, or 79? 74. Bing, 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 bing. All right, we'll have to put sound. We'll have to get sound effects on the budget because that was terrible. Okay, yeah, that's <laughs> awful. I did need like a, like a drop guy. We need, we need <clears throat> yeah. like an we Fred, We need Fred Norris. Yeah, we need Fred Norris or, Fred, or, or an intern Fred Norris. All right, yeah. let's move on. 
Tim, one of our, I think this movie, oh, almost 30 years old, came out in 1994. One of my favorite movies. I think you like it as well. Uh, Tim Robbins. Been in a lot of movies, but I always think of him in Shawshank Redemption. Great movie. Great movie. So that movie's 20 years old. So that obviously means Tim's a little older than when that movie filmed. And he's celebrating a birthday this past weekend. Let's do it again. Is he 61, 62, or 64? 64. Wow, good for you. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. Three, two out of three. Oh, well, you didn't like the ding, ding, ding. So I'm not gonna Those do options were too easy. I, I, I would have guessed you. I would have gone older. I would have said, like, I would have thrown, like, a 71 in there. Okay, well, we're, 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 you know, we're... Work in progress. It'll become more nuanced as we go along. All right, I know you're a big Red Hot Chili Peppers guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, bass player from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Peppers. Affectionately Flea. known just as Flea. Yeah. Flea. All right, you probably get this one based on your logic. We'll try it again anyway. Is he 54, 60, or 63? 54. Ooh, way off. He is actually 60. He's 60? Yeah, you want to feel uh, like that, huh? You know, so I'm trying. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. He's oh, that's crazy. I love me Flea. He's great, man. Great. Uh, he's a. Uh, he's done some movies too. Um, been a bunch of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, last one. We're going back yeah. to the world of sports. Evander, the real deal, Holyfield, former heavyweight champion of the world. This is another one that you know may make you feel, may not make you feel. I don't know. Let's do it one more time. Uh, Evander Holyfield, former heavyweight champion, 55, 58, or 60? I got to be honest with you, man. I would have guessed he was closer to like 65, so I'm going to say 60. Really? I would have. You are correct. Yeah, I would have guessed I he was older like, than all I, that. I guess I was in the whole, like, he can't be 60 already. That makes means I'm old. When did that biting his ear off thing happen? I'm trying to think where I was when that happened. I, I was at a why. bar watching that because they were showing the fight like oh yeah and like there was no cover charge i'm in a bar with some people watching the fight like oh this is cool i get to watch this for free and it was over in 10 minutes 10 seconds because he bit mike tyson's ear yeah was it was it the first round it happened or not oh it was very early i think it was the first or second round uh 1997 i was gonna guess i was gonna guess 97 you were faster in the lookup than i was i think i was in san diego watching that I was wow. at the, I might have been at the X Games, but I'm not positive. At the X Games, huh? I don't know. Still around? Yep. Don't recall. So okay. all right. So what's on the what's on the we got a couple minutes here. What's the plan for the uh hump day here on a Wednesday, middle of the week? So what's the uh, plan for the we have a little apple picking ahead of us? What's going on? Yeah, my <clears> we've <throat> had like some busy weekends the last couple weekends and uh some busy weekends coming ahead of a bunch of kid activities and whatnot and what have you. Mm. This upcoming weekend, we got a little time. We got some windows, so I think we, as much as I, you know, dodged it and avoided it, and you know, you know, much like the Cowboys, you finally put that pool up. Yeah, no, the pool is pool <laughs> pulls up. No, I think we're finally going to have to do an apple picking thing, and I might have to go find pumpkins. Ooh, and again, again, you can't buy them at the store. I got to go to the pumpkin farm, like down, like a couple miles from my house. No, so we're doing this all that. the time. There's nothing I love more than spending sixty dollars in a pumpkin than I go throughout the woods behind my yard in like a month. Right next to the Christmas money tree. well spent. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, we bought one. My wife bought one at Big Y the other day. That's perfect. It's on our front steps. That's a perfect. Couple mums. There you go. Yeah, how about this? How about this for me, Brian? I got a on Friday. My daughter turns fifteen. Woo! I'm going to have a fifteen-year-old. How is that possible? Oh, I remember when uh, you. Uh, you became a father. You, you, you took you took a few days off of work, you bastard. Um, half that, a day. Wow. Half, half a day. day. Half a day. Took a half a day. 
No, I, my daughter, actually, I brought her. I don't know. Were you at the station when she was born 15 years ago? Yes, you texted me. I brought her into work, actually, on the way home from the hospital. Cause, uh, oh, I must have left by then. I don't want to yeah. stick around. I, I, you know, I'm not sticking around for that. Kind it of was thing. after six or seven. So you had been passed out at some home on a couch in Ansonia somewhere. It's Ansonia. Ansonia. Where'd you get that from? Oh, yeah. No, that's great, folks, because it's like any. And again, the new the newsroom. And I, you know, I don't know. Work there I we worked go. on it for 15 years <clears> and <throat> I've also worked in an office environment. It doesn't matter. The newsroom is the same as an office environment. If you bring and I'm I'm not being trying to be sexist when I say this, when you bring the newborn into the to any sort of work environment, the, most of the time and sometimes maybe it's the men, but most of the time, every woman in that building will lose her. St- you know what? Yep. And that baby, I mean, that kid, it's like you brought in the Messiah. It's like Jesus Christ in the manger. Yep. Oh, oh. You got to so, see the baby. You got to see the baby. So uh, I'm sorry I missed that, but I'm proud of, you know, that's your hell of a father. Of course. Great family. Of course. 15 years. Unbelievable. Yeah. My kids are getting there to, I'm a few couple of years from that, but I'm already my, I got the 11 year old going on 30. I mean, it's a it's a whole thing with the kids and the gift the gifts for these kids at this age. Oh, we can do a podcast about that. Oh my god! Oh, jeez! My daughter and the, put together a wish list. You think that she's one of the Kardashian girls? For crying out I, I got this the other day for my oldest daughter. It's like we're in the house and like I don't know. She sees the coffee, and I'm the only one in this house that drinks coffee. But my my wife my uh, my wife doesn't. But my daughter goes, "Can I try coffee soon?" I know a couple kids in my class. That like sometimes they have coffee and they bring coffee to school. Like they have like Starbucks in school. Like you're 11. Yeah. No, you're not going. First of all, I'm not going to Starbucks. Coffee sucks. I'm not paying. I'm not paying paying five dollars to give you a vanilla latte. No. Please. I don't drink. Second of all, well, there you go. But like I said, at 15, try it if you want to. You're not going to like it the first time, but you want to keep. Well, I don't care. We're not going to this at 11. This is what you have. See, the problem with that is this is Eric. It's not just parenting. Sometimes you got to fight. You've seen this. You got to fight society. with other parents. It's society. Because some of your friends, some of the, your, your kids know other kids who have parents who are idiots, and you have to combat that. So that's, we got a little bit of that going on lately. The EDBC podcast, folks, combating idiocy all around the world. Just trying to help, you know, get combating idiocy. And listen, we did say we have some parenting tips occasionally on this podcast. So there you go. Don't you let don't you let your eleven year old drink coffee in or out of school? All right, they're gonna charge me ten bucks if I don't hang up the phone. All right, I'll do it for the EDBC podcast. I'm Eric. He's Brian. Till the next time, Brian. Say goodbye. See ya.